Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back to a brand new and brand new year of Kaiju Conversation. I'm your host, Elijah, and joining me once again is the always intuitive Rex. How are you doing today, Rex? Hello. I am doing pretty good today. I woke up. Yeah? Yeah. And I woke up. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, what's new with you, Rex? We haven't talked since last year, on the podcast at least. Yeah, on the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, I'd hate to see the analytics of how much we talk to each other. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, Had my birthday recently, got some money, spent it on kaiju movies, kaiju books, uh, Ultraman figures, etc. So I'm doing pretty good. Nice. That's that's awesome. Uh, Do you want to reveal to us any of what you got? Uh, Sure. I recent... uh, Actually, the three items that I've gotten already are two John LeMay books, um, The Big Book of Japanese Giant Monster Movies, Volume 2, which is a slightly outdated version. Pardon? Yeah, the second edition, not the third. Yeah, Yeah, which is a bit outdated, unfortunately, but Mm -hmm. it's still good. There are minor inaccuracies here and there from what I've read, but it's pretty good. Nice. Um, And then I've got um, John LeMay's The Big Book of Japanese Giant Monster Movies, The Lost Films Mutated Edition, the uh, 2019 Big Hard Cover. Awesome. Hardcover? Yeah, the hardcover. There's a hard... I didn't know that. Now I'm going to have to buy another copy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's pretty good. Um, I've only read um, one chapter so far, which is um, the section on Two Godzilla's Japan SOS, which is... Um, Son the, of Godzilla. Yeah, an early version of Son of Godzilla. And it's interesting. It's pretty much the only place where I can find information from it, uh, uh, on it. So that's sort of why I bought this book, as well as other unmade or lost movies that don't get publicized as much as they really should be. I know, right? I'm planning on getting the King Kong one. Um, Yeah. I hear that's got a little bit more on, um, what was it, Continuation King Kong vs. Godzilla? Continuation King Kong vs. Godzilla 2. Yeah. Yeah. uh, yeah. So I... So I've got that. Um, uh, do you want to say what you were thinking before I move on to the other thing? No, go right on ahead. All right, sure. Um, other than that, I, I, I might have said this earlier, but um, I did get King Kong Escapes on Blu-ray. Um, I've got Metango, uh, the Media Blasters DVD for Metango um, on order, so that should be arriving in a couple weeks, hopefully, and, uh, pardon? Did you get it off Amazon? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, because I've noticed that Media Blasters uh, DVDs have started popping up on Amazon for decent prices. So, from what I gathered, Hmm. those are like a one-time thing. Hmm. Um, You paid 30 USD, right? Uh, somewhere around that. Yeah. So, I reached out to Media Blasters, and I asked if they had any of the Toho films, and they said no. So what I'm Mm. guessing is somebody, because this happened, like, a few years ago, somebody found, like, a lot of them, and they put them out, and, like, all the prices went down to, like, 25, and I think what happened is that happened again, but now it's 30. And yeah. then when these sell out, it'll be like, you want to get Matango? We want $90. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm sort of jumping on it while I can. Good. Because a lot of, cause a lot of these uh, films that I, I'm aware of, I generally know what happens, but I either haven't seen or I don't own. Right. I'm just trying to get them as soon as I can before um, they get... Uh, by Alante, as I shall call it. (laughs) (laughs) 
We're guard yeah. ones. <laughs> oh god. But yeah, no. I, I, I look forward to I look forward to being able to finally see the tango. Yeah, I, I would have liked to have watched it. Um, I was I actually wanted to watch it on Halloween of 2020, but I unfortunately couldn't since, you know, I kind of didn't own it. So now you did there. watch Demon of Mount O instead, right? Yeah, and I barely remember what happened in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> One of Dai's later, early um, Showa Toku films. Yeah. So what else did you get? Uh, the final thing I bought was um, I ordered the SH Figure Arts Ultraman Z Alpha Edge figure. So, <laughs> so that should be arriving either at the end of this month or maybe early February at latest. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. I'm in the same boat as you. I ordered a lot. Um, hmm. The only things that I can think of off the top of my head is I got Japanese Giant Monsters uh, Lost Films Edition. Yeah. I got... I ordered uh, Season 1, Volume 1 and 2 of VR Troopers and Season 2, Volume 1. So hmm. getting that Metal Hero stuff. Whenever I can find Volume 2 of Season... Uh, to I'll have majority of the metal hero that's available in the states. I still got to get Beetleborgs, and then hmm. uh, what else? Did I, I, get? I I haven't unfortunately seen many metal heroes, so I should yeah, I've seen that sometime. All the only one I know that's available in the West is like in its original format is a Mega Beast Investigator Disposition. Yeah. And that's from Discotech, and I guess they want to do more. It's just it didn't do too hot. So it's like, yeah, so it's a little bit of, of a risk. But hopefully, yeah. um, hmm. when as Ultraman and Common Rider become more relevant here in the States, maybe we can get that Metal Hero back. Hopefully. That or hopefully it would be nice if Shout could put out the stuff that Beetleborgs and VR Troopers were adapted from. Yeah. And then I'm trying to think what else did I get? So because I've also got a lot that I haven't revealed yet. Um a <laughs> lot of it's kind of stupid stuff, so that's I'm not I'm not too on the edge of my seats for that. Yeah. Uh, that that's about it. That's that's all I got so far. But there's a few other things coming in. Uh, so I think you win. You had a <laughs> lot more cooler stuff coming in than I could talk about. <laughs> so it seems, at least. Yeah. Um, How's that hell from Beyond the Fog Blu-ray coming along? <laughs> okay, actually, I'm happy you brought that up. So I think last episode I talked about how it's I ordered it two minutes after it was put out on pre-order, and I've still yet to receive my copy. That still stands. Um, but, and this is this is going out to the good guy known as Ron Bonk, uh, SR, the main guy behind SRS Cinema. He has reached out, well, I reached out to him, and I told him the situation, and he's sending me another copy with the posters. So I will be receiving a copy soon. And oh, yeah. I just got to say, the customer service I've received from SRS Cinema over the last few months is amazing. Um, hmm. And I really, really appreciate all that um, Ron has done to right the wrongs of the USPS. So definitely support them and if ron's listening to this thank you so much for being an awesome guy yeah i'm also working on something for ron but that oh. i can't talk about ah nice so that that's really all oh kaiju ramen should be hmm. coming out soon 
I, I think we talked a bit about it last time. Um, the the Kickstarter ended at midnight yeah. uh, of the new year. It funded itself, I believe, three hundred percent. So the next year of article uh, of issues has been funded, and really now they're just hoping um, that people will continue to order the new issues so they can fund the following ones. Um, and so hopefully issue one's a big success. That should be coming out uh, very soon. And if this, if you're listening to this in the future, check out kaijuramen.com and uh, check out the issues. They're, hmm. they're really cool. Um, and all I can say is the second issue might have something from yours truly. And uh, I'm really excited and proud of what it is. I've almost got it completed. Um, I had difficulty keeping it under the 2,000-word limit um, that uh, Travis asked me to. So I'm not done yet. I still have, like, three paragraphs. I don't know if I'm going <laughs> to be able to actually successfully keep that under 2,000 words. But um, we'll see. If not, um, I'm sorry, Travis, in advance. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's, it's, there's a lot of good stuff. Travis and Michael, they're, they're great guys. Um, Hmm. I feel like we're kind of going through the um... news. I was actually listening to uh, one of their podcast episodes uh, just yesterday, actually, and they seem like good people. I love Kaiju Weekly. It's such a mm. good podcast. Mm. Now is this becoming an advertisement for everybody <laughs> <you> like. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but there, there's, they're good people. There's a lot of good podcasters out there. Yeah. Um. You know, I know one. Uh, his name starts with an E, I believe. Um, and I think his last name starts with a T. Uh, yeah, I hear he's kind of a he's kind of a cool person. Yeah, yeah. he sounds kind of lame, you know. But that's just my opinion. <laughs> I see. I see. Interesting. Yeah. I feel like we're really dragging this out. <laughs> yes, we've made this joke many times already. Oh, that's that's me though. I'm the one that will continuously making con- continuously make the horrible jokes that everybody's bored of, like Yeti mm. nipples and butt rockets. Much love to the people at Kaiju Weekly for those emails. Hmm. Um, but. Yeah, so Kaiju Ramen, that's that's doing well. Um, very, very fun. Very exciting. Uh, yeah. News-wise, uh, there's been some development and a lot of cool tokusatsu stuff coming out that I'm sure you guys mm-hmm. are well aware of. Um, if you want to hear news, I recommend checking out Kaiju Weekly. They typically do uh, all the new stuff. I'm just kind of like... Sure. Going through Another some notions right now. Kaiju yeah, yeah. <laughs> just this should just be called Kaiju Promotion, and it's like <laughs> everything we talk about is like check out SciFiJapan.com for the leading news from Japanese studios. Check out Kaiju Weekly for weekly podcasts. Now I'm really turning this into Kaiju Promotions now. <laughs> We're not paid by yeah. any of the people we're promoting. Yeah, yeah. Just for, for, for the disclosure, we are not paid. We are not sponsored. We are making nothing from this, and I'm pretty sure we're losing money. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, but anyway, getting into the topic at hand, since we have been talking now for about 15 minutes about everything but our main topic. Quick disclaimer before we get into the discussion. This is not going into any politics. This isn't picking a side. We're just talking about the experience of either or. And if 
right now, if you feel uncomfortable going to a theater, we're not saying too bad. We fully say, hey, stay home, watch this on streaming, be safe, keep yourself safe, keep your family safe, keep yourself healthy. Because yeah. that's that's really what we want. We want everybody safe and healthy, and eventually everything will get done and over with, and we can get back to normal. No shame in going to the theater, and no shame in staying at home. Exactly. So, that's that's a perfect segue. And our recording bot just left, so Garrick is going to be um, our lord and savior. So... <laughs> Moving into our main topic, let's let's just discuss right now the financial pros and cons of either or. Rex, since mm. you're the lovely guest again, we'll let you go ahead and give us your kind of thoughts. All right. Well, so so first off, full disclaimer that neither of us are exactly financial experts, and as well as that, there's really this is an this is an overused word in uh recent times uh but there is a lack of precedent for things such as these so yeah they're keeping us in the dark about a lot of this yeah but from what we've but um from what we've seen wonder woman 1984 has released um to as a hybrid release on HBO Max, as well as in theaters, much like how it seems many of Warner Bros. upcoming films, including a certain movie called TVK, are the same sort of hybrid release as that. Correct. Um, so yeah, Wonder Woman 1984, that has, in terms of if you just look at uh, the box office results, that seems not great, but given the fact that a sequel has already been greenlit and very quickly after release, it would suggest that in terms of streaming, the film's been doing rather well. So I, I, I could be wrong, but I think the uh, budget for Wonder Woman 84 was roughly around uh, 200 million while and then you, you know, gotta keep in mind its promotional budget was yeah. like for a year and a half so it kind of yeah yowza <laughs> huh. I'd love to see the um, I'd love to see the advertising budget for uh, the James Bond movie No Time to Ooh. Die <laughs> <laughs> yeah that movie's yeah. gonna be doing itself a favor making a, a penny it's not going to see any money back in that. No. <laughs> but yeah, um, <laughs> uh, the current worldwide box office, as of um, as of recording this, is is around one hundred and eighteen million worldwide, roughly. Which sounds like a bomb. It sounds like, like it, but yeah. but given the fact that a sequel has already been announced. There's, it's, it's very likely that it's done surprisingly well. Um, Streaming. Yeah, on HBO Max, which is like, interesting because HBO Max is not available around the world. It's only in the U.S., which I think is a huge issue. Uh, hmm. Which, also, real quick, speaking of HBO Max, let me ask you, how do you think they factor what, is it, I don't know. Honestly. Like, how how does it make money on HBO Max? Because that's just a subscription subscription service. That's yeah. all. Like, it. I, I don't it see how might, they make money from that. It might be done in a very similar way to TV ratings, possibly. But with TV ratings, it's different because there's advertising. There's no ads mm. on HBO Max. Hmm. So it's just, it's so weird because it's like, logistically speaking, all it's doing is getting people to watch it, and hmm. probably a good portion of those people already have HBO Max, or they're just yeah. spending that, it's like, what, seven bucks, eight bucks, something like that? Something like that. 
is that's not that's like a quarter of what the theaters charge. Now, granted, mm. that's eight pure dollars going from your bank account to Warner Brothers, but still, mm. it's I don't see how it's that successful. Doesn't make much sense. It might be just it might just be successful. Um... Much in the same way, something like The Mandalorian was really successful. Sure. Because there's a good possibility, I'm not going to say it, this is a fact, but there's a good possibility that um, having Wonder Woman 84 streaming on HBO Max brought in, brought in a great many amount of people that otherwise may not have paid attention to the service at all. Sure. I guess they could monitor that. But then it's like, so let's let's look at this. So that would mean the film has had to make a hundred million on streaming for it to be if not more. Yeah. So Hmm. it's like how successful is it really? Did hmm. Warner Brothers just greenlight it because they know this wasn't going to do well, but Possibly. it did well enough? Or did it actually do amazing? I heard that they weren't expecting it to be as successful as it was, so it's like, okay, hmm. how do you consider what is and isn't successful? There, there's just, a, I've got a ton of questions when it comes to how does streaming count as success? Yeah, and unfortunately, there really isn't all that inf- all that much information on it at the moment, at least. Mm-hmm. And mm. we may never get that information. Hmm. But so continue on. Sorry, got us down that rabbit hole. It's just something I was I find very interesting. It's definitely um, it's definitely something to keep an eye on and that I'm sure many companies are currently keeping an eye on uh, for the film industry as a whole to mm-hmm. see how can we how can we make money off streaming right well, and is streaming possibly more effective in the long term for our company or our services right and it's it's pretty obvious with uh, Disney's Mulan, it's not. Because with that, they had to pay $20 to watch it once, and that movie yeah. bombed. So it's like, yeah. okay, so you can't charge $20 to watch it once. Hmm. But if you just have it on the streaming service, there's a, like a quarter of that is money going into watching Wonder Woman. But it's also going into watching other content. I guarantee you most of the people yeah. that subscribe to HBO Max have checked out other stuff on the streaming service since then. Either that or maybe they cancelled their subscription. Yeah. So <laughs> so Total Mandalorian. Yeah. Or I and now they removed the free trial, so that's no longer a good solution. Uh, hmm. So now it's like, okay, both of these are probably successful, but not as successful. I'm really curious if what they'll end up doing is you have to charge, like an Amazon Prime thing where you can buy the movie for X amount, or you can rent the movie. Hmm. I could see that becoming the future of bigger budget movies on streaming, potentially. Potentially. Sorry to interject again. That's just something else I wanted to throw out there. <laughs> it's fine. So as you were saying about the success... So yeah, eight, Wonder Woman 84, whether or not it has made a profit, it's definitely been successful enough for a sequel to be greenlit. And I wonder, I wonder if they do, or when they do a sequel assuming it doesn't go for a production hell um when they do a sequel i want a third movie i wonder i wonder how that would be budgeted yeah right because uh, 
how can they how can they determine mm. which is which yeah i wonder if um i'm just pulling this sort of out of i'm just sort of speculating here this is not something where i've put that i've put serious thought in but uh just wondering like could we see a a decrease in 200 million dollar uh blockbusters and will we maybe see um slightly smaller budget or possibly more contained uh blockbusters potentially and an interesting thing is it used to be the rule of thumb that the sequel whatever the se- uh, the sequel of a film would have to be like 75% of the original's budget like they would mm. keep cutting budget costs because they're just trying to make money off of it yeah and whenever the lower budget film no longer was successful that's when they would put an end to the franchise so mm. and now it's it's kind of opposite the first mm. one has a low budget and as the franchise continues they keep putting more and more money into it and yeah. until it with like transformers until it bombs they don't reboot it or end it because last night bombed and that was given a pretty hefty budget <laughs> same uh, kind of like the marvel stuff like avengers endgame is a huge movie um budget wise and it it more than more than any of the other films and now it and it made three billion roughly so roughly so, yeah you know it, it's it's kind of interesting how it's it's flipped now it starts off lower budget and as it continues it gets higher and higher and higher hmm. and that happened with uh godzilla 2014 the godzilla king of the monsters 2014 yeah. had 150 King of the Monsters had 180, and with GVK, you know, everybody said 170, but now it's we're getting report reports of 200 plus, hmm. which sounds right to me. That sounds about right. Yeah, I can see it so, being r- roughly 160, 170-ish, and I can also see it being 200 million. Mm-hmm. It just because they spend a lot more money on the special effects for Godzilla vs. Kong. Yeah. Like, it's it's pretty obvious that they tried this time to make the CGI look good and not horrible in some so- shots, at least so far, mm-hmm. like another film from 2019. Um, Bear in mind, we've only got two seconds of uh, HD footage. True. Well, yeah, that's true. HD footage. I was going to say, technically, it's about four, but the yeah, other one's like 240. 240 and, re- and recorded on camera. Yeah, and shaky. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So there's... it. So far, it's looked good, and from what we've heard, it looks good. So I'm going to bet that they spent a lot on that and they brought back Millie Bobby Brown and Kyle Chandler. So two of your larger names are back. Wingard was a bigger director than Doherty, so he probably cost more. Um, They brought Doherty back to write the script. So, well, revise it. So clearly they've been spending probably a little bit more on GVK. Not with the actors, but like everything else. Because who cares about human characters in Godzilla movies, right? They're they're not <laughs> worth it. In case that wasn't clear, that was sarcasm. <laughs> the the well, human characters are 100% important. I was a little disappointed that um, when there was never any announcement of Charles Dance being part of the cast again. Well, that's because they're not cool enough to have him back. Yeah. I want Charles Dance to read my funeral speech. (laughs) 
Can I have Charles Dance be at my wedding to give my wedding vows? <laughs> Literally anything Charles Dance says is amazing. <laughs> Long live the king. <laughs> See, no, I, I really think if there's one issue I have with King of the Monsters, it was how underutilized he was. Of course. But... You know, that's that's a discussion for a, another day as well. Yeah, whenever we do King of the Monsters 2.0, where we critically trash the film because of its a schlock fest, and yeah. then we lose most of our fans because Monsterverse cool. Yes. <laughs> and I use fans very lightly there. I don't think anybody's actually a fan of Kaiju Conversation. Or I could be mm. wrong. I'm probably going to get a very heated email. <laughs> I can't wait, personally. Yeah, I'll, I'll forward it to you. I'll I'll read it out loud on the podcast. So, we need to start doing that, promoting emails. Send us emails and we'll read them. So, anyway. Box office numbers streaming and actually so we're talking about godzilla let's just let, let's point out the reason we're doing this the elephant in the room we've yeah. got confirmation essentially that gvk is hybrid their yeah. dune is different but gvk is going to be a hybrid release in the states legendary will have theatrical rights for china toho will have rights to to uh, japan and everywhere else will be Warner Brothers and HBO and Warner in the States. Yeah. Which I actually didn't know Legendary had theatrical rights to China. So that's kind of interesting. interesting. Mm -hmm. I, I guess it does make sense given that they're, they're owned by a Chinese. Wanda. Company. Yeah, Wanda. Yeah, I couldn't remember the name. Which it's also interesting because now it makes sense why Legendary would want um would, wouldn't be upset because godzilla's done well in china so they've yeah. made their budgets back and they don't have to give warner any of that and then here yeah. in america the same company that owns legendary owns amc partially hmm. and so part of those ticket sales of amc goes to legendary so hmm. now it's like, okay, I understand why you weren't upset with King of the Monsters. Now you're basically set up to get money no matter what. And then Toho gets free money, so they're yeah. not upset. Hmm. They get they get the brand recognition internationally. Mm-hmm. And but, it's not another ninety-eight. So right. they're fine with it. Of course. So anyway, as we're saying, GVK hybrid in the States. Yeah. A lot of people have been saying it's not they're going to Legendary's taking Warner to court. Warner's going to pay $250 million. They're going to work out a deal. It's going to be delayed, so it's theaters only. Um, Legendary's going. I've heard this thrown out there that Legendary's going to outright buy the film from Warner Brothers, and they're going to release it through somebody else. I've heard a bunch of crazy theories, and really, the only thing that it's been is Toho or Legendary and Warner are talking right now on how to deal with this, and they'll come to an agreement. And it'll probably be Warner gives Legendary some money and Legendary shuts up. And that's what's going to happen. Yeah. So, not surprised. I think nobody is by this announcement. Yeah. So, do you think it can be successful with this, though? From what little we know, you know, just can it be successful financially? Because of this split, um, it—I'd say it'll probably it'll 
almost definitely be more profitable for Legendary than it was than it is for going to be for Warner Bros. Most likely, um, but mm, it, it it really is hard to say because well, first off, there's of course just a lack of much information on how how truly successful putting it to HBO Max will be, as well as theaters doing the hybrid release. But but then there's also Wonder Woman 84 has more mainstream attention than, than a Godzilla or King Kong movie does. Right. Because they're well-known characters, but I, I don't know about your country, but in my country, you don't see, you don't see a lot of attention going towards Godzilla. I, there were a couple um, news segments here and there, like maybe a month before the release, and, but the trailers for the movie didn't even start showing up until, um, until Avengers Endgame came out, and mm-hmm. in my theater personally, which I went to opening night, there were. Granted, this is not a very popular theater uh, in my area, but there were only a there was only a small amount of people there. Um, right. My guess is about uh, my guess was about seven, including me and the person I went with. Right. Which, I mean, comparing that to a smaller movie that I went to see. Um, at the same theater, uh, around the same time. Granted, it was a Friday that I saw this movie on, whereas uh, King of the Monsters I saw on a Thursday, because that's when movies usually release here. Uh, mm-hmm. I saw Annabelle Comes Home. Uh, op- uh, it was either opening night or the day after. I think it was actually the day after. But uh, yeah, so that film. That film came out and I saw it on a Friday night and I saw much more people in that uh, theater than I did people in King of the Monsters. That that could be due to just Thursday, Friday, but still, the point is... I will throw this out. King Mm. of the Monsters did extremely well on the private market. Hmm. It, it did well in Redbox. Its physical media um, numbers were really good. So yeah. I could see... I, I think it'll bomb in theaters now. Hmm. But I think it will have a very strong presence on streaming. Quite possibly. Quite possibly. So that's kind of where I'm at. I feel like it will do very, very poor in theaters. Unless for some reason they're like, oh, hey, the new Godzilla movie's out. Let's go see it. When I say they, I mean everybody in America. And they're like, oh, my God, it's this. We're going to go see it. And everybody goes to see it and becomes a billion-dollar movie. (laughs) Outside of that, I don't see it really doing too well. Yeah. But so there's that. Do you have anything else you wanted to say about streaming? Um, well, uh, personally, I don't get a choice on whether I see it um, right. theaters or um, streaming since I don't have HBO Max. But personally, I am fine with it because for a movie like GVK, it's a giant monster movie. Those... Unless you're fortunate enough to uh, to be able to afford a high quality home theater, going to the cinema is an experience. Right, and this it's, is a perfect segue into what we're going to discuss: is experience wise. Yeah, yeah, because GVK, we haven't seen Godzilla and King Kong have not fought on the big screen since 1962. Yeah, and they're still not going to fight each other. (laughs) (laughs) 
it is a big event for the franchise. Um, and for me personally, seeing a Godzilla movie on the big screen is just, it's a truly great experience that I can barely put into words if, if I even can at all. I can. <laughs> big monster go boom on big screen. Yeah, and honestly, one of my biggest regrets is not is um, being unable to have seen Shin Godzilla on the big screen. You would have been very disappointed. I wouldn't have because I was because I would have been too young to be disappointed. Listen, the CGI was not good. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I really don't care. Here comes my Shin Godzilla hate. <laughs> but I do agree. The theater is... Right. What? Uh, I was just going to say, we must stop him before he starts bringing up Day of the Kaiju. <laughs> well, Day of the Kaiju was made to be on YouTube. Oh, God. <laughs> Day of the Kaiju is a good movie. Yes, that basically did anything Shin Godzilla tried to do, but our first, same with Giant God Warrior Attacks Tokyo. Yes. So, <laughs> I'm sorry, but Shin Godzilla is busy reusing everything from all the past stuff, like, e- like Evangelion, Battle in Outer Space, King Kong vs. Godzilla, and a ton of other Ifukube tracks and roars on top of sc- scenes... Sc- lifted straight out of Day the Kaiju and Giant God Warrior and pasted into Shin Godzilla, but changed so the context is slightly different. Yeah, yeah, we've had this discussion before. Go watch... Um... We have. <laughs> Go watch... Um... Day of the Kaiju yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. Or watch the earlier uh, podcast episode where we discussed it. Did we discuss it? Yeah, I think it was episode 20... One or twenty-two. I don't know. We we should do a podcast episode directly about Day the Kaiju and other shorts that have been done. That might be a good idea. Maybe, but that's a discussion for another. For another, yeah. So anyway, (laughs) Godzilla and honestly, superhero movies in general. And I'm a bias because I'm theaters all the way. Yeah. They are the way to go. Yeah. I saw King Kong 33 in theaters right as everything went to shut down. I saw The New Mutants when it came out. I wanted to see Tenet, but I did not get a I was not able to. I saw Wonder Woman 84 opening day on Christmas. So I have not shied away from the theater. Now I've I've been as precautious as I want to you know as I can be, um, but you're not going to keep me out of those theaters. There's there's something about the theater experience that is beautiful in every manner. Yeah. Um, King of the Monsters. I was very fortunate enough to see it in Screen X. Um, amazing. Sitting there, mid-row, middle in the theater, basically having Godzilla 180 degrees around my entire body. Beautiful experience. Hearing the Ifukube and those loudspeakers, just perfect. I love it. And when I go to watch something on Netflix, which I only have on my tablet, or Disney Plus or Hulu or whatever it is, I'm sitting there with my Bose headphones that I'm talking and hearing my current friend talking to me. I use those, and I watch on a screen screen like a quarter the size of the computer I'm talking to on right now. So it's like, it's not the same. Yeah. It's a lot smaller. It's not... As high because the frame rate is typically higher in theaters, um, it's not as you know smooth, 
It's not as big. It's not as bodacious. Yeah. It's something about sitting there and seeing the grand screen, the golden screen, whatever you want to call it. Hmm. That's special. Yeah. And streaming can, can never do that. The theater is an experience. Not only that, but I think there's just, there's more excitement to, because it feels going to a theater to see a movie you're looking forward to feels more like an event than just sitting down on your couch or your bed, uh, grabbing the remote and pressing play on Godzilla vs. Kong or Wonder Woman 84, what happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And an interesting thing, and this is relating it actually to the fandom, the tokusatsu. Um, a lot of people have complained about Common Writer only yeah. being available on streaming and not on disc. And it's it's very interesting how I'm surprised how quickly the Godzilla side of the fandom has been like, yeah, you know, GVK exclusively on streaming or you know whatnot. It's, it's very interesting how that is kind of the mindset and i'm curious if it's because people are just tired of it being delayed or if it's monster verse or what what the cause of that might be hmm. uh, it's probably a mix of things honestly with that mm -hmm. a mix mm -hmm. of um just people who maybe are less experienced with the franchise and thus um aren't aren't as, maybe aren't as attached to um, collecting physical media as fans like you, me, or other people. Maybe it's just, um, maybe it's just that that's their preferred way of watching uh, movies. Who knows? Could be, anyway. could be. But one thing's so, for certain. Some people do appreciate the convenience of streaming. Right, and that that's the huge part is how convenient it is. You know, we're we're here talking about how it's not, it doesn't feel right, but let's be real here. How, being able to say, hey, I can pull up my uh, Netflix right now and watch four Godzilla movies, that's yeah. pretty. That's pretty amazing. You know, I mean, hell, HBO Max has a lot of has a fair few of um the show. As well. Yeah, mm -hmm. Kurosawa, uh, I believe they have uh, Rodan and... It's from Outer Dark Space. Dark. Rodan, yeah. or the Gargantuas, yeah. Um, Goki, Body Snatcher from Hell. Genocide. Ah, ah, yeah. The Living Thank Skeleton. You. Seven Samurai, Hidden Fortress, Rashomon. Uh, Stray Dog. Um, Ikaru, you know, the, the list continues on and on. Yeah. But... Yeah, and I never once thought that we would see something like that. Hmm. So that, it's pretty amazing how convenient that it is. Yeah. But um, one thing is for certain. The hmm. theater experience is not going away. It might go down, but it's not going away. And hmm. streaming is only going to get more popular. And yeah. people will be using it, and companies will be using it. Hmm. I imagine Star Wars, Marvel—they're all—they're all really kind of yeah. perching to they're, it. They're definitely all, um, yeah. They're shifting their efforts from movie productions to uh, productions for their for Disney's exclusive services. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is. Interesting to say the least. Uh, I am very. I was very surprised by uh, how much uh, they were announcing in terms of Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, but, there is a lot. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see if lightning strikes twice. I guess. Yeah, we'll. <laughs> we will see. Um. <laughs> So do you have it? Uh, I'm kind of out of. Um, I've kind of said my piece on the whole matter. Mm -hmm. Do you have anything you'd like to add? Oh, uh, 
Well, we've covered more or less everything that there really is. Uh, I guess I'm a... So, so, yeah, we've got... It's there for the first month of... Um, first month of the theatrical run. So, is yes. it just that it, it's there for the first month and then it's just completely off Gone. the site? Okay. Yeah, so... so okay. I'm going to single out GVK here, but this is for most of their... Most of their stuff. So, hmm. Godzilla vs. Kong is releasing May 20th slash 21st. Yeah. In Japan, it's being distributed by Toho. In hmm. China, it's distributed by Legendary. Worldwide, outside of those two regions, um, it's distributed Warner by Warner Brothers. Specifically in the U.S., it is distributed by Warner Brothers, and it's going to be streaming simultaneously on HBO Max for 30 days. And after 30 days, it's taken off the site, and it's theaters only for its remaining two months it's in theaters. Okay. So that's, that's their plan. Yeah. But I think, again, just reiterating this from the beginning of this conversation, if you don't feel safe, Going to the theater, stay home. Use streaming. It's safer right now. It's more convenient. You know, it's it's completely understandable. And don't you, let um don't let our opinions on the experience get on get in the way of your safety. Right. Because I I think when you would if you ask either of us. You're like, hey Rex, you know, are you a which one would you like uh, to watch it on streaming only uh, or theater only? Both of us are going to say theaters. Yeah. And at least for me, it's just that's that's the experience. Hmm. For the last for few me, years, I've gone to every movie I can in theaters. Yeah. For me, it's both that's the experience but it's an also a case of uh despite some recent events in my area it's mm-hmm. for me it's mostly safe uh my country australia is a lot safer in terms of covid when than compared to the us i'd say mm-hmm. yeah so there is yep. a lot less of a risk in mm-hmm. me going to the theaters or outside at all. Right, right. So, yeah, just, you know, stay, you know, do what you deem best. Um, don't let anybody tell you otherwise because you know how you feel about this. And mm. if you want to go, you go. Um, if you want to stay, you stay, you watch on HBO Max. Um, yeah. And that's, no that's, that's the nature of the beast. So, I think we're starting to spin back and forth. Um, this mm. is a great time, I think, to wrap things up here. We have been talking yeah. for about an hour now, so a nice, nice little clean discussion here. Yeah, just a so Rex, short little discussion that uh, it actually stays in line with the approximate time we guess. The recording would be unlike last time, where it went a lot longer than we expected. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Rex, where can we find you? How can we well, see you? Well, I am Rexino. I have a YouTube channel, which is well, Rexino. Um, I have Twitter, at Rex underscore Xenomorph. Should be pretty easy to find. An Instagram, Rex underscore Zeno. And I have also been writing for my blog page on WordPress. I've written a couple articles about production of Tana Godzilla, Gamera the Brave. Currently might be working on one for Son of Godzilla, potentially. Um, and I've also got a, an article discussing... Zilla's trademark and an interview with 
uh, Zig, the artist for Legendary Comics' GBK Kingdom Kong, and I may be working on another interview, which is pretty exciting, to say the least. Yeah. So yeah, thatkaijublog.wordpress.com. So yeah, and definitely check it out. Um, it's it's a pretty cool little blog page. Thank you. Um, hi, I'm Elijah. Once more, the person that yabbers on week by week. Um, you can find me on YouTube at et13 Productions. Um, you can find me on Twitter at et13 Productions. Um, all one word. Um, the E, T, and P are all uppercase. Everything else is lowercase. Um, I'm on Instagram uh, at ET13 Productions. I write for GodzillaMovies.com occasionally, and I write for uh, Kaiju Ramen. So there's those. Um, and... There might be some future work I might be plugging. I'm not sure yet uh, to be determined on that. Um, but don't forget to rate Kaiju Conversation on iTunes. That boosts our ratings and helps us get recommended to more people like you. If you don't have an Apple device, which I don't blame you, I don't. They're pretty hard for me to handle. You can tweet us and follow us on Twitter at K-A-I-J-U underscore C-O-N-V-E-R-S. Full disclosure, E.T. is not a tech guy. It took yeah. him five minutes to figure out how to take a screenshot. <laughs> on a computer. On a yeah, computer. but I don't care. You're fired. Thank you. <laughs> Well, if you don't have Twitter, you can like us on Facebook or Instagram and message us that way. Even though I'm not really active, as Rex so kindly said, I'm not a tech guy. Um, I'm in the wrong business. <laughs> um, so you can contact us that way. Or if you're like me, before I started podcasting, you don't have any social media, you can email us at kaijuconversation at gmail.com, all lowercase, all one word, you know the drill. And we will read your reviews on air for everyone to hear. If you have a question, you can shoot us um, a message on any of the platforms that I just listed off, and we can read them off in the podcast, or I can respond to them. Um, we also have merchandise on Teespring, uh, if you want to have our logo and it on the back of your shirt saying you talk big, um, go out and check them out. I need to order some for myself. Maybe I'll wear it to G-Fest and wear a mask so people can't see me. We'll see. Um, eventually, yeah, pull a Monster <laughs> Island buddies. <laughs> um, but... Uh, we also have some uh, exclusive art coming eventually. Uh, I just got to work some stuff out, and then we uh, we will uh, have some awesome exclusive artwork. Um, if you would like to chat with me or Rex or anyone one-on-one uh, -on -one or in, this, in a big group of people on different subjects, you can join our Discord server where you can talk to... Like I said, me or others that can relate to you. Um, there was just some small discussion about um, which we preferred, kaiju, American kaiju movies or Japanese kaiju movies. So pretty, pretty... Oh, oh Japan. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's a huge variety of conversation that can happen. And don't yeah. forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and hit that bell so you can be notified anytime we upload a new video. Sometimes uh, it'll be a video, or I'm hoping to get some uh, YouTube exclusives on there with us clowning around, maybe some gaming stuff. You know, we, we'll just wait and see. And a huge thanks to Rex for editing all of our episodes. 
His links can be found in the description below, along with everything listed. It should be all in Linktree. Um, yep. A link to Kaiju Roman can be found in mine, and so many more. Um, so, yeah, check out all that if you have the time. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I know this was a bit of an a unusual episode, but New Year, it's been a little chaotic so far. Um, we're just starting off sl- smooth, and next time we'll have an awesome interview um, with somebody Ooh. for you to enjoy. And then uh, we'll have a discussion about a movie, and we'll see what happens from there. So thank you guys so much for listening, and please remember, life's too short to not talk big. Bye, guys. Bye.